Broadcasting live from the phx.fm studio in Phoenix, Arizona. It's time for Valley Business Radio, spotlighting the Valley's best businesses and the people who lead them. Hello and welcome to another edition of the Arizona 100 podcast. I'm Adrian McIntyre with phx.fm. I'm joined here in our virtual online studio by Abby Fink, publisher of the Arizona 100. Abby, this is becoming the new normal or the new abnormal. How are you? <laughs> What's good. going on? I'm really enjoying this opportunity to have these weekly conversations. I think it's it's a good thing to have the chance to talk a little bit about what's going on in our community across the state and amidst all this unusual things that are happening. So things are good. I'm here at my uh, kitchen table slash office looking out onto my patio. I had to put the dog in the back room because she decided she wanted to be a little bit more vocal this afternoon. So she's sleeping in the back bedroom right now. She wants to be on the podcast. She wants her own dog cast. Yeah. Well, she's managed to kind of hop up on the chairs behind me and sort of pokes into a few of these meetings if she thinks they're interesting enough. Otherwise, she just snores on the couch. So, you know, it was only a few years ago that the world went bananas when this guy guest appearing on the BBC had a kid come running into the room behind him and everyone thought, oh, isn't that quaint? And of course, he tried to carry on as if nothing had happened. And now that's actually goes on all the time. Right. I mean, it's really not a real meeting unless somebody <laughs> starts to interrupt you or a dog barks, right. the doorbell rings. Right. Or a dude with no pants <laughs> just wanders through, you know. <laughs> so speaking of innovation, you know, people have had to innovate the way that they work, the way that they communicate, the way that they get together and stay apart at the same time. And you were telling me there's a lot of this kind of innovative thinking happening throughout businesses in Arizona. What's that all about? Yeah, so we thought we would take a look at, at um, you know, in this COVID-19 environment, not just businesses that are doing their business differently, which are certainly all of us are doing our businesses differently, but what are businesses that are doing something completely different? What have they done to, to make this full-scale shift uh, in order to, you know, still stay relevant and still stay, you know, in, in business during this time. And so we sent out a call in, in our various channels and said, tell us about some businesses out there that are, you know, doing something that might be a little bit different than what their normal course of business is. And we were really pleasantly surprised to see really the amount of um, response we got. And what was so interesting was it was large, large companies like Honeywell, for instance, that is, you know, now has a contract here in Arizona to make the N95 masks, millions of them they are going to be making for, um, for really for distribution all across the world. And that's right here in Arizona. They made this decision to do that all the way down to a couple of the local distilleries and breweries that said, you know, we've got these, these ability to take our, our, uh, manufacturing and the products that we use to create beer or vodka or wine, and maybe we can do something else with it. So they're making hand sanitizer. And so what a great way to take the goods and services that you have that may not be able to be used right now, right? We're not going to restaurants and bars, but they can still provide a service to the community, all of which we know we are having difficulty finding in the in the stores. And here you can go to a, you know, blue Blue Clover or Santan Brewery here in the Phoenix area, and they're selling hand sanitizer made from the products that they have already in store. So it's it was really interesting to hear, and there's been a couple really great stories that we're finding. And again, these are not just big businesses like Honeywell. These are the local businesses here in Arizona. A real estate company, Caliber, they own uh, hotels, 
throughout the the valley. And they said, you know what? We're not seeing tourists, but we still have an opportunity to use our our hotel. So they opened it up to our healthcare providers, our first responders, airline people that are in contact with a lot of people on a regular basis, but need to be isolated when they are off shift. And they're providing complimentary hotel stays for anyone that feels they need that opportunity within those industries. They opened up five of their hotels for that that purpose, which is just fantastic, right? They they are sitting empty otherwise. Here's a chance to do good for the people that are doing good for all of us. I, I applaud Caliber on that that smart move to still run their business that keeps their employees working because they still have to clean the rooms and they still have to feed and such. And then they're supporting those on the front lines that are helping all of us out as well. It is fascinating to me to watch people innovate and adapt. I mean, like no other time in recent memory, we are literally in this together. Whether we agree on all of the points of view about it and this and that. I mean, one thing is for sure is that folks still have opinions, right? But yet, to the extent that people are participating and contributing to each other and to the world, we're seeing some really interesting things come out. And it just has me thinking. I don't know about you, but you know, we were talking last time we got together here about what it means to be essential, what is actually essential. And now with so much um, kind of pivoting, even if it's short-term pivoting, you know, a huge aerospace manufacturer switching to make masks, um, a, a brewery making hops for your hands or you know, whatever right. it is, right? Uh, it, it sort of, it, it, at least for me, gives me a thoughtful pause and, and makes me realize how much we probably take for granted about the limits and constraints we think are there, when in fact that may just be conversations between our ears. I mean, what we're seeing now is companies saying to themselves, well, why not? Why can't we retool for this or that? Why can't we do this? And I hope that sticks because that kind of sense of entrepreneurial uh, creativity, problem solving, uh, is one of the things that makes business flourish, and it's also one of the things that makes communities flourish. Right. So I'm I'm here for it. I'm very excited by this. Right, and it's and it's you know it's forcing everyone to think about what what can we do, what role can we play, and and it doesn't you know we we wanted to focus on what is actually happening to respond to coronavirus, COVID nineteen. You know what what are they providing that is helping out, but I think there are there are other businesses out there that are doing things that aren't necessarily related to this, but was because of what's happening, we're forced to think about doing something differently. And, you know, different is challenging, right? We're scared to do things, you know, and make changes. I mean, I, I have spent a little bit of time on the phone earlier today with a, with one of our vendors, because we have to, we have to think differently about one of the projects that we're working on. And I'm just struggling with, doing it different, but that's not the way we do it. We've always done it this way. Why can't we figure it out? What's, what's, and it's, it's me. I have to decide we can make a change. We can do this. It still can be done. And when forced with the, you know, to think about these different challenges we're faced, we have to make these changes and, you know, pivot is sort of the word of the week, right? Last week was essential. This week is pivot. Um, but what are we doing to pivot our organization? In fact, we we learned of an organization in Tucson called Pivot Produce. Now, that was their name long before this, but um, they are 
um, their mission was to purchase foods from their regional farms and then distribute them to restaurants, schools, hospitals, sort of that wholesale farm to wholesale environment. Well, those organizations, the businesses, of course, are no longer um, operating in the same way. They didn't want to leave the farmers without an opportunity to distribute their produce. Pivot. Now they're doing um, straight delivery to to homes. So there's still an opportunity to support your local farmers and your local produce producers and support a local business that that's, you know, completely depends upon that a source of business that lo- no longer is able to operate the same way. So we applaud, again, these these creative thinkers. Um, some of our, we, we have a lot of um, technology in our state, of course, and we have, um, we're blessed to have an organization like TGen here. And their Flagstaff location of TGen is working on some genomic testing and to determine if there's some opportunities here for um, the use of technologies just to study this disease and what's happening and be able to provide those resources. So, you know, we could probably talk for hours about what businesses are doing that are that are changing their business, but really changing the outcome of what's going on. And so this whole issue this week, um, it was out this morning um, at the Arizona100.com, uh, highlights 12 different, well, probably 12 different stories, but there's probably 15 or so businesses that we talk about that, again, we're not spo- not necessarily doing their business different, but doing a completely different business. That's an important distinction because both things are happening. You know, the the gym owners who have decided to try to do online group classes, they're doing their same business differently. The music teachers, you know, on, on this Tuesdays, my five-year-old and I have uh, have a music class, and we're now doing that on Zoom. You know, as so many of us have switched where we're doing the same thing we were doing before. But this really uh, highlights a, a very different side of innovation, which is when a business decides to 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 maybe pivot or pirouette, in any case, turn to something different. And try that. And they may not stick with it forever. I mean, Honeywell is not going to become a permanent mask producer. They have other lines of business that are more, you know, more um, that will continue once that all resumes. But it's a great example of looking at the resources we have and asking ourselves, what could we do to help right now? Right. What can we do? There's a lot of talk about the things we can't do. And that may just get louder uh, depending on, on how long this all takes. But the folks who are saying, what can we do and why can't we do it and let's figure it out are very, very inspiring. Right. And, and, and not letting the, the challenges that we're facing get in the way, right? Let them be what inspires us to do something a little bit differently. The, you know, the, if we had this conversation a month, six weeks ago, and you'd have said, we're going to start recording virtually and you're going to be in your location. I'm, and I'm going to tell you, you were, no, that's not how this is going to work. You're going to come, we're going to sit together. We're going to be in the same room. We're going to do that. And I would have fought you on that because that was the way it worked. And that's how we did it. And now we're doing this and through the power of technology, I'm, I'm sitting here basically in the same room, right? I can see you, you can see me, have all the same props that I need to have in order to make this happen. And we have the freedom to be able to do that. And with, with a few little, you know, technological challenges, got to get the dog in the back room and some other things, we're able to do what we need to do. And I've had some really interesting conversations 
across a variety of different industries with a variety of different people that are all now that we've been in this, uh, you know, three, four weeks, pretty hardcore um, is all right, that this is what it's going to be for a while. I'm going to get used to it now. And I'm going to just let what happens happens and we'll figure it out. And everybody is much more accommodating, right? We aren't stressed out because the conference call line we thought we needed didn't work. We just keep trying because everybody's trying to log into a conference call. We all want to be on technology. We're going to run into some glitches with our, you know, with our Wi-Fi connections or, I mean, all those things that, you know, three weeks ago would have just angered you. And now they're like, well, that's part of doing business today. And that's fine. And I think you're right. I hope that that feeling continues that we, you know, we, we talked about the kindness that we're seeing in people and this, this adjusting and adapting and accommodating to the, to the new things. I think it's all going to be for the best. And, and, you know, this is a good learning opportunity for all of us to take a step back and just go with the flow. The Arizona 100, as always, providing a interesting and sometimes uh, unconventional lens at what is happening throughout the state of Arizona. Abby, you also take submissions, people who might have a story that they want to be covered in 100 words or less. Where do they send those? And where do folks subscribe to this delightful publication? Sure. If you have information that you think we should know about what's happening now, COVID-19 related, or really just in general, what businesses in our communities across the state are doing, you can send us that to editor at the Arizona 100, editor at the Arizona 100. And if you'd like to subscribe to our publication, it's free, delivered to your inbox twice a month, although we've had a few extra issues this month. And you can sign up at thearizona100.com. And they are 100 word stories all about the different things that are happening in our state. And of course, every episode of the Arizona 100 podcast also available at thearizona100.com. It's a way for us to reflect a bit, talk about the events, the activities, and the stories happening throughout the state of Arizona. Abby Fink, publisher of the Arizona 100, thank you so much for joining me again. Happy to be here. For all of us here at phx.fm, this is Dr. Adrian McIntyre. We'll see you next time on the Arizona 100 podcast. 